Hey community, this is Dr. Hugh, and I'm coming at you with episode number 50. Man, I made the halfway mark to 100, episode number 50, and today what I'm going to be talking about is H. pylori and the autoimmune connection with being damaged with antibiotics, or if you've been flaxed, or if you've been damaged by fluoroquinolones. So I'm going to go through the research. I'm going to show you how many autoimmune diseases are actually connected to H. pylori. If you have not been checked for H. pylori and you have a chronic condition, you need to get a hold of me because you have to rule this out. So when it comes to you getting better, there's lots of things that you want to rule in or rule out. And these are fishing nets. So if you throw a fishing net out and you reel it in, this would be the lab. So the, the bigger your fishing net is, the more labs you do, the more you reel them in. And then you consider, you can look at that and figure out exactly what's going on. And then you can start to peel the onions away from the different layers of the onion. You can start to peel those away. So here, this is a webinar on my um, on, on my um, page here. And uh, if you want to actually go and see the webinar, you can just hit the link below and it's all visual and I have all the content and I have all the links. So uh, remember, is where there's help, there's hope. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, community. This is Dr. Hugh coming at you. And today we're going to be talking about H. pylori and what H. pylori can be doing to you. There's lots and lots of clinical research on this. And H. pylori can, can cause severe global autoimmune disease in your body. So if you haven't been checked for H. pylori, this is something that you really want to get checked for. It's very simple. Basically, it's a stool sample. You send it in a lab, and then we get the results back to see if you actually have H. pylori. So if I can bring your attention to this right here, is this is H. pylori right there. And you can see here this little tail right here, the tail. The tail is what helps burrow the H. pylori in your stomach. And as we go through the webinar, I'll be going over why this is so significant, what it does to your stomach, and what kind of problems this can cause. So if you're out there watching this video, give me a thumbs up. Comment below, have you ever been checked for H. pylori? Do you have any GI issues that you may think you might have H. pylori? So what exactly are some of the symptoms of H. pylori? Could be decreased appetite, belching, bloating, increased bleedings in the gum, heartburn, sensation in your stomach like you have a full stomach, nausea, bad taste in your mouth, and pain in your stomach. So there's a lot of things that can contribute and, and actually be H. pylori. So you really want to figure this out. If you're having gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, there's no doubt that you want to get checked to make sure you do not have H. pylori. So what are some possible causes of actually H. pylori? So if you don't know what some of these things are, go to my website. I got a lot of content on all these different things. So you could have biofilms. Biofilms can be caused by H. pylori. So biofilms. Food sensitivities, such most common food sensitivities would be gluten, dairy, and eggs. So you could have a sensitivity to that. Low vitamin D. Concussions. How the heck does concussions contribute to H. pylori? Well, your brain is intimately connected with your gut. So if you had a bad brain, you're going to have a bad gut, making your gut more susceptible to H. pylori. High inflammation, high C-reactive proteins. You just feel that you're inflamed. You feel like there's pain in your joints and pain in your neck. That would tell you that you're probably inflamed. That would be more susceptible to H. pylori. High insulin levels, high glucose levels, low, low white blood cell count. Do you have an immune system that's low, that's sluggish, that actually can't get rid of bugs and find bugs? So this is really common with low white blood cell count. Could be that you have an autoimmune disease happening in your body. F poor fat absorption. When you eat fats, you get bloated. Now, why would that contribute to H. pylori? Because you need fat to have healthy cell membranes, and cell membranes are in your stomach. So that's important. You could have autoimmune disease against cells actually in your stomach. Crazy. Again, uh, poor GI system, gas, diarrhea, constipation. You could have mold in your body. 
stress, and poor sleep. So all these things really contribute to possible infection of H. pylori. Now, what the research shows is this is ridiculous. Is 30 to 40% of people in the United States at some point will have an H. pylori infection. So it's really important for you to get checked out to see if you actually have H. pylori. So like I was telling you before, is it's very simple to get checked out with H. pylori. We just mail you a kit, you poop in this little uh, cup, and you mail it to the lab, and then they check to see if you actually have H. pylori. So there's a whole bunch of different varieties of H. pylori. This is normal right here. This is one test of H. pylori that I do. You can see this person has one, two, three, four, five different strands of H. pylori positive. And then what the heck does this cost? So you can see right down here, you see this cost right here is $98. So this is my cost. I don't upcharge on cost. Whatever the lab costs me is what I, I charge you for the cost. So this is an H. pylori. This is through a specialty lab. Here's an H. pylori test. This person came back clear. So obviously, if this comes back positive, like we're looking for H. pylori, where's H. pylori? What can we do to support the body to fight H. pylori? And if you wait to the end, I'll be giving you very specific supplements that you can do at home to try and help your specific H. pylori. So here's one of my clients, H. pylori, none, so that's good. So you don't want to have H. pylori, right? It's like, you know, people come back with mold, we do mold tests. You don't want to have mold in your body. If you have mold, if you have H. pylori, this is just, comp these, are, these are things that cause your case to be more complex. They're more difficult. Here's more of a simple H. pylori test through LabCorp. And you can see here, this is positive right in here. Again, it's a stool sample, $54. Like, are you worth $54? Are you worth $98 to figure out what's happening in your body to actually see if you have H. pylori? So how the heck does H. pylori actually get into your stomach? And why does it cause all the problems that H. pylori does? So you can see what's happening here. So this would be your stomach right in here, right? And then this is the lining. So this is just showing you a blow-up model of what's happening in your stomach. And you can see what's happening with the H. pylori. You see the tail right here? The tail like wiggles in and it burrows itself into your gastric cells in your stomach. And what this does is when you have H. pylori, it actually stops your stomach acid production. So right in here, I'm just going to kind of read this right in here. So what the H. pylori does is it neutralizes the stomach acid, causing poor digestion. So you need HCL. This is a huge, huge factor that a lot of my clients that I see actually have low hydrochloric acid. If you have low hydrochloric acid, H. pylori is going to grow. Small bacterial overgrowth is going to grow. You're going to have constipation. You have diarrhea. You're going to have... Uh, alternation between constipation and diarrhea, bloating gas, all these things can happen when you have H. pylori. So H. pylori actually neutralizes your hydrochloric acid, they call HCL, in your stomach. So you don't actually have enough hydrochloric acid in your stomach. All right, what I want to do is kind of explain the, H, the, the pH scale, right? So what the heck is the pH scale? So we look right down here, we see your stomach right down here, right? So your stomach has a low pH. So you see HCl acid right here is basically zero. So in your stomach, your pH level is one. So we want one or less, right? Right around, right around one. So what does this HCl do? <clears throat> so the HCl will see your food. It will start breaking down your proteins. It starts breaking down your fats. It starts breaking down your carbohydrates. Now, without the HCl, what happens is that food doesn't actually get broken down. When that food doesn't start to get broken down, it starts to ferment. It starts to rot literally in. Okay, so really what happens when you don't have enough hydrochloric acid here, your food literally starts to rot and, and decay inside, inside your gut. So when that happens, then you can get leaky gut, leaky brain, chronic inflammation. Your proteins, your proteins don't get broken down. Your carbohydrates.
serious don't get broken down and your fats don't get broken down. When this happens, this can lead to gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, a whole bunch of you know bad things that you don't really want to happen. So from this diagram right here, so you can see the stomach acid is let's say just one, and we really uh, you know we want to keep it there, but you know, blood is like seven point four. So what happens is when we talk about your stomach, initially we want the stomach to be, you know, the stomach acid to be lower right here. And then as it goes through your intestine, goes through your small intestine, your colon, then the pH actually goes up. So this is a normal, healthy pH level. Now, one thing is, again, if you don't have enough hydrochloric acid, if it's if it's too high, so instead of having hydrochloric acid, let's say 1.5, let's say yours is 3.0, this does not allow your food to break down. If your fruit, foods do not, uh, if your foods do not get broken down, this can cause leaky gut. This can cause inflammation. This is this can cause SIBO. This can cause small bacterial overgrowth. This can this can cause a variety of GI problems that you really want to figure out and get handled. So this is a really nice graph. I like this picture here. This is a stomach acid. You can see stomach acid is one to three right here, and then you can see a blood is a seven point four. So we want to start down here, and then as we go through your small intestine and your colon, we want this pH to come up. So I want to go over this paper right here. This is a very, very critical paper. So this is published in February of 2022. So very, very recent. So this is a uh, what they call a, a, a meta analysis. So what the heck does that mean? That means that it looks at all the studies that are published out there in H. pylori, and then they come up with their, with their conclusions. So check out this. H. pylori and autoimmune disease involve multiple systems. So what is that saying? That is saying that the clinical research shows now, right now, currently, that if you have H. pylori, it is connected to many, many different autoimmune diseases. So if you click this button right down in here, this is going to take you to that paper. So if you take this paper, you click that button. Here we are. This is the article. You can download this for free. So I'm going to click this button right here and download it. All right, so I'm going to open this up, and you're going to see here, this is the exact paper that I'm talking about. This is where I'm getting this information from. So right in here, H. pylori and the autoimmune disease involving multiple systems. So I'm going to blow this line up right here, and it says autoimmune, autoimmune diseases which are likely to have a relationship with H. pylori. So what are the diseases? So these are the diseases right in here right now that have been linked, lupus, liver autoimmune disease, type 1 diabetes, thrombocytopenia, which is basically uh, basically clotting in your, in your body has been linked to that, rheumatoid arthritis, Sjogren's disease, autoimmune thyroid problems, chronic skin problems, digestive problems, and uh, psoriasis. So all these conditions have been linked to H. pylori. So it's very, very critical that we figure out if you actually have H. pylori. So how the heck does H. pylori cause these problems? So in here, in the same research study right here, you can find this right down in here. You see the pictures right in here. This is the research study. You can see these pictures, really, really great graphs right in here. That kind of goes over all these different things that I'll be going over. This is the graph right here. So what this is really showing here is, check this out. It can evade the gastric epithelial cells that secrete HCl. So what the heck is that? So this is your stomach right here. And then we're kind of going to blow this up right here. You're going to see this person right, this little thing right in there. Let me show you that. So do you see this right in here? You see that little thing right there? That's the H. pylori. And that is actually getting into your hydrochloric acid cell. And it's destroying it. And H. pylori invades, resulting in reduced 
gastric acid secretion. So when that happens, your whole digestive system is completely thrown off. So this is the most current research on H. pylori and autoimmune disease. Here's another study that just shows what I just said right here, but this is incredible research right off the press. You got to get checked to see if you make sure you don't have H. pylori. So here's some solutions that you can get into that maybe help yourself, right? So this is a supplement I have really good success with this. You can see right here, uh, this is off of Amazon. It's called H. pylori Fight. It has uh, 2,200 reviews. You can go on Amazon, you can check this out, and you can see all the reviews for H. pylori. So this is a possibility. Here's the study. Here's another study, study that shows this particular, basically, strain probiotic strain can help H. pylori. Now, you just can't go and get any H. And you can't just go and get any uh, probiotic. It has to be this specific strain to help H. pylori. So here's another product that I've used, BioHPF, that has helped H. pylori. You can see this is all the different ingredients that are in, in, in this product to help H. pylori. But at the end of the day, what you really need, you need a polytherapy approach to figure out what is happening with your immune system and why your immune system isn't able to fight H. pylori. Maybe you start to get your immune system better. You start to increase your God-given human ability to heal and function. And then maybe your body just handles the the, the uh, H. pylori. Maybe you have a, a low... Uh, maybe you have a low white blood cell count and you have autoimmune disease and you want to try and handle your autoimmune disease first. And once you can start to suppress your autoimmune disease or put it in regression, then maybe your body can naturally fight H. pylori. This is a huge, huge thing right here, betaine HCL. Because remember, if you have H. pylori, your HCL goes what? It is... Well, let, let me rephrase that better. If you have HCL, what happens to your, your acidity in your stomach? It goes from basically one to what? It goes to one to higher than one. Let's say it's at five. So it really messes up with their hydrochloric acid in your stomach. So I have a whole protocol on how you can determine if you have another, if you have enough hydrochloric acid, you can go to my website and you can do a key search on that. All right, so here I am on my website, drhughwegworth.com. You can just put in here HCL, and let's do a search, HCL. Let's do a search here, and you'll see here, oops, HCL, and right here, the HCL challenges. Do you have enough hydrochloric acid? You can check it out and see for yourself to see if this is actually a problem for you. This is another great product. It's called GI Synergy which has a great product. Now look at all these different products that are in here. These are all the different natural blends of products that are in GI Synergy to kill bugs and bring down hydrochloric acid. So I hope you enjoyed some value in this. Give me a thumbs up, share this message. If you have a problem, reach out to me. I help people all over the world with severe chronic conditions that they can't get help anywhere else. And remember, is where there's help, there's hope. Take care. This is Dr. Hugh.